Good morning. Buenos dias. This is Jules, host and creator of our story, Our Voice. And this week I have worked 60 hours a week. What? Really? And, and you thought nonprofit wasn't hard work. I work a full-time job with veterans, helping them become homeowners, which I love. And then my part-time job is the passion job, the job that I feel that I go out there and I'm able to be creative. And my part-time job is also working for a nonprofit. In this job, I have conversations with communities of brown and black communities and we talk about financial empowerment how can we get out of the cycle of poverty and so last week was a heavy week because I worked both jobs and I usually do but with both jobs it requires a lot of my time a lot of passion, a lot of hard work, and it's work that I love. And for today's segment, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about what our parents gave up to come to this country and what does it mean to them and what does it mean to their children? Are we meeting that potential? Are we fulfilling our parents' hopes and dreams through us. And I say that because when I was driving up to the construction site on on Friday, I am working this weekend on a fundraising event called the We Build. And the We Build is to empower women to help us raise money for our veterans, which is amazing. We are currently building about 16 homes and they're fully completed, but there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. So it's great work from the heart. And as I'm driving up there, I started to think because it's a long ride up there. So I I have all this time in the world and And as I'm driving up there, I'm listening to Selena. And I also came across a podcast dedicated to Selena. And I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I'm going to a fundraiser event to help with veterans. And I get to listen to Selena as I'm driving up here. This is great. But this time, listening to Selena sparked something different because I realized even though Selena loved singing and entertaining and designing fashion and opening up her business, it's practically a blueprint of all Latinos, of all Latinos. We all work really hard. We are dedicated workers and we get the job done. 
and we are guided by our parents some way or another. My parents came to this country in the 70s. My father had done a few trips to the U to the USA in the late 60s and on and off went back and forth to Mexico. It came the time when my mom was going to make the full move over here with seven of my siblings and without my father because my dad was waiting for us here. And I make it seem like I was part of that journey because I was, even though I wasn't born yet. I was conceived here in the United States. My mother sacrificed everything and my father did too they both my dad had my father was a police officer in Mexico I'm always fascinated to hear about those stories and my mother prior to getting married she was a teacher a scholar she she reads poetry and she reads books and she understands history and science and and math and she could tell you the the directions front and back of proper grammar how it's used why it why it's used in spanish and in english my mom would say very humbly that she doesn't know english no yo no sé inglés I don't know English. And I'll tell her, "Mom, but what a, what about this?" and I'll say something improper grammatically in English and she'll correct me and she just won't correct me. She'll tell me why it's incorrect and why it's appropriate to say it properly. And as a joke, I tell her, "I thought you didn't know." And she goes, "Well, you know when something's wrong, something's wrong." I love her for that. When my parents got to this country, they both worked in factory jobs. Right? Some may say, "Well, why come to this country at all if they had it so well in Mexico?" No, life in Mexico is still very difficult. You're considered there's no middle class. You're either rich or poor. And my parents were considered poor and they wanted something better for their children for their seven kids that they currently had that were born in Mexico. And so they came to this country to hope and to dream for their children just like every every parent but especially especially immigrant parents because they understand the struggle of living in a different country even though ours is just divided by a river, a desert or in some cases a wall. And when we hear about undocumented people living here, we there is this horrible stereotype that they're lazy and they're murderers and 
they're here to take all of these great jobs. And I've said it before, give me a job that an American wants, that one of my people has. Is it working at a courthouse, a job that they're taking? Or is it the trash that they're taking out at buildings or at the streets? Or is it the long hours working in the sun and in the fields? Are these the jobs that American want? I don't think so. But my people will happily do it. They will happily do those jobs, even if they're threatened every day, even though they're, they'll give them a little bit less of the minimum wage because they know that they're not going to say anything. They're not going to go and report that they're being mistreated. Of course not. Because America society understands that they're here with fear and They just want money to take care of their families. And so these are the things that our parents sacrificed. Even if you're first generation, which is, that is what I am. I'm a first generation Mexicana. And there was even a debate one time where someone had asked me, what are you? And I was like, what do you mean, what am I? I'm a human being. And they're like, no, we know that you're a person, but what are you? And I knew what they meant. And I said, well, I'm Mexican. They were like, were you born in Mexico? And I already knew where this was going. And I said, no, I wasn't, but my, my parents were, my siblings were. I was born here, but I'm Mexican. You're not Mexican. I'm like, yes, I am. They're like, no, you're not. And I was so upset. And every time that someone will question my Mexicanismo, my mechanism, my Mexican side, not mechanism, <laughs> it's really early. It just infuriates me. It's like, I. I was labeled as an American, which there's nothing wrong because I, I'm proud of being an American, but I'm also very proud of being Mexican. And the person began to explain to me and said, you're not Mexican because you were not born in Mexico. You could only be called yourself Mexican if you were born in Mexico. And I thought that was beyond ridiculous. I didn't know that there were these restrictive labels on your identity as a culture. Some would say that that's naive thinking or that's privileged thinking. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And so... Growing up, my parents would tell me, Tu eres Mexicana, you're Mexican, you're Mexican. Or the cute nickname that they would give me, at least I thought it was cutest, Tu eres una ciudadana. You're the U.S. citizen of this country. 
And I didn't know what that meant. I was a little girl. I just thought that was just my parents' way of loving me. And they were proud that they had a daughter that was born here. And I have a younger brother. You know, they had two kids who were born in this country. And they had all these dreams and hopes for us. And they still do. You know, my mom's gonna, my mom's soon to turn 80. And my dad's soon to turn 79. And my mom's the ultimate optimistic person. You can do whatever you want, mija. Anything you want. And I see my mom's hands. She has beautiful hands. Working hands. You know, they're all, you know, just, you could just tell how much work she's done. My mom worked in a factory, in a tortilla factory for years. Here is this scholar woman, mother, who sacrificed everything to become an educator and then to come to this country and work in a tortilla factory. Sometimes she will come home and she will share stories about the people who will work there. And she said, you know, some of the workers there, they they have a hard time with me. And I said, mom, but you're, you're so nice. She goes, no, it's because... You know, I, I don't know. I, I told them, you know, what I was in Mexico and they laugh at me. They're like, well, that's a joke. What a waste. And I told her, I said, well, you know, mom, you know, that's not true. And she had this profound look of disappointment in herself. But then she also had this look of. I did all of this for my children. And so only my mother would know what she feels. I can't speak for her. <clears throat> and when I was in high school, I would see her come home you know, working long hours. She will leave at 545 because her ride would pick her up. And she will take off and she'll make her lunch. And then she would tell me, you know, giving me instructions, you know, before you leave today, please pull out the meat from the freezer to the bottom. And there's money in the top of the refrigerator. Go buy milk because, you know, we need milk. That was always the thing. Go buy milk. Milk in that house would go like water because my younger brother and I would just drink milk all the time okay maybe not my younger brother I am guilty of the of drinking all that milk but I loved milk especially after a long run come on it's like the best drink ever and I will see my mom come home she's a super mom she'll come home make sure that her kids were okay but she would not just come home she would just come home and she would she would check in on her kids. She would have time to be grandma. She would have time to be the mother-in-law. Because, you know, our house was a revolving door of people. She would have phone calls with my aunt, with her sister. And she would 
make food, still have time to give her children advice, to discipline her children, the boys who were always in and out of trouble. Sorry, guys. And she would come to my room. She would come to my room and knock. She was always afraid just to enter because she's like, I don't know how that room's going to be. Or she'll tell me, look, look at this room. What's going to happen when you go off and you be on your own? You need to, you need to know how to keep this room clean. And as a joke, I will say, mom, I'm I'm just going to hire someone to do it for me. Such an insensitive answer and remark. And finally, I told my mom one day, I'm like, mom, why don't you get a different job? And she just looked at me. She said, this is a job that I'm going to do, but it's not the job that my children will do. We came here for you guys. We came here for you. And Mika, look at me. I'm full of flour. I'm tired. Look at my hands. I hurt. My body hurts. This is no job for any person, especially for a woman. But that's why I'm here and had you so that way you could have everything that you that you ever wanted but you're gonna have to work hard for it because i'm not rich your family we're not a rich family we're a poor family we're not we're not poor 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 but i know that we don't have anything to give you for when you graduate from high school So you go to college and you work really hard, put in the hours. Just remember that this is for you. This is for your future. And my mom would tell me, look at me. This this should be enough for you to want to do something great for yourself. And I would look at my mom and I would hug her with all that flower powder of the factory and I used to love how she would smell she said I'm Mika I I worked all day I say no mom and she will have dust in her hair in her glasses in between the crust of her nose I know that sounds gross but hey that that was how my mom looked after work I loved it if you have parents who have the privilege to not work in a factory that is amazing praise them thank god that your mom or dad doesn't have arthritis or health problems due to the job that they worked in you know hard work is hard work and so when i was driving up to my job this weekend yes it was going to be a long weekend and I'm not used to hard labor for me. And even that statement sounds very privileged. But it's because I always knew that I was going to do something different with my life. But the parallels between me and my family and my culture is that Latino children who were born here, they are still hard workers. They are still 
dedicated workers. They put pride into the work that they do. And every beautiful trade that my mom has when it came to her job, the way that she approached her job, her children, her children had it too. My mom would talk about how it is important to get to work an hour early, to settle in, to check in, to make sure that you're going to clock in, give you time to relax before your shift starts, get there an hour before, no less. If you get there early, then you're on time. And if you get there on time, then you're late. Do every job at 120%. As long as you know that you've done a great job. That's all that matters. And everything that my mom talked about, that she taught me about how to approach my jobs... That is exactly how I do every job. And because of my mom and my dad and their sacrifice to this country, here I am working in two jobs that I love. I'm tired, but I love. In one job, I help a wonderful community of veterans. So important work because they sacrificed everything for us to be safe in this country. So absolutely, I'm going to go and give it 130% again today. And then I have my passion job where I get to go out and talk to people who look like my parents, who look like like our abuelitos or our tias or that cousin who, who works here and works as a gardener or as a food vendor or he or she works in a factory I talk to them about financial empowerment how coming to this country is not just about working hard but it's also how do you invest your money how do you how do we teach our children about the cycle of poverty how do we become financially empowered And so for that, I am thankful for my parents because of their sacrifices and their achy bodies and their arthritis hands that I'm able to do the work that I do. And I'm thankful for that. And so thank you again for tuning in. Please continue to follow me. And I hope to have more topics like this. Thank you.